All right, welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. This is going to be episode three. Yep. Hi, yeah. guys. I'm Megan. I'm Tyler. So, uh, we're back again to uh, teach. Megan's going to teach me something that she's kept me in the dark about. Uh, I have no idea what it is. And she made so me buy exciting. a whiskey that was related to it. Yes. It's very exciting. Um, matter of fact, let's go ahead and talk okay. about that today. Uh, yeah, we, what are we drinking? We have, it is from High West Distillery. Um, it is the American Prairie Bourbon. Uh, I was told to get a whiskey that was cowboy related, and yep. that was about the only <laughs> semi-cowboy related whiskey I could find. Um, so a little bit about the whiskey itself. It's actually, um, it's named American Prairie Bourbon. It's named after the American Prairie Reserved which is a group working to create the largest wildlife reserve in the lower 48 states. Well, darn, um, I like them. Yeah, when it's complete, it's supposed to be uh, approximately 5,000 square miles, which is bigger than Yellowstone, Hell yeah. uh, Yosemite, and Grand Teton National Parks combined. Oh, yeah. So all if you, right. if you want to learn some more about that, check out uh, AmericanPrairie.org, because uh, it sounds like it's a pretty worthy cause. It, it is. I'm very interested in that. Um. I'm going to go ahead and say it uh, before we get too far into it. The smell of this is delicious, and I have cheated and tasted a little bit, and I love it. He betrayed me. Ah, betrayal. Uh, You know, I was in, you ever play like Halo back in the day? Oh, yeah. I was the asshole that would run around and kill my teammates and my friends. (laughs) Betrayal. (laughs) Just to hear that. It was great. Of course you were that asshole. Um. Anyway, so a little bit more about this whiskey here. So it's a blend of straight bourbon whiskeys, and they're aged from 2 to 13 years. Um, Obviously, they don't give, you know, the blending characteristics. Um, But it says uh, straight bourbon whiskey is 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% barley malt from MGP. One of the whiskeys is 84% corn, 8% rye, and 8% malted barley from an undisclosed source. Mm. And it says the other whiskey components are undisclosed due to contractual reasons. So it sounds like they kind of mix a couple drinks to get this. Well, it fucking works. Yeah, they, they've they hit on something with this one. And the crazy thing is when I was at the, um, when I was at the liquor store... Um, there was another one that I wanted. They have four that were there. It was the American Prairie, uh, the Double Rye. Um, let's see. Here we go. The High West Whiskey, the American Prairie Bourbon, the Rendezvous Rye, a Double Rye, and Campfire. And I wanted Camp- so bad to get the Campfire. Campfire. Yeah, I was like, Campfire. That sounds amazing. But... It was like $75 for a bottle. Oh, JK. But it was supposed to be the best of the four. All right. So one day when I'm a big baller, or if anyone, yeah. anybody wants to donate so we can go get a $74 <laughs> bottle of whiskey and talk about it for you guys, that would be amazing. Uh, find us on Patreon and PayPal. Uh, Absolutely. We'll include those links down in the description. Uh, that way you can help us buy our whiskeys. That'd be fantastic. Absolutely. Um and if I can get back to the, uh, I'm, I'm on the campfire. There we go. Um, so just a couple of the notes, really, for this whiskey. Uh, the nose, it's light and caramel. Yes, caramel. I'm in the mm. south. Uh, and sweet vanilla, which I get both of those, and I'm yeah. inexperienced with this. Yeah, it's, I definitely smell the caramel and vanilla. Definitely. It's great, yep. Uh, the Super taste... Sweet. From their website, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause for a minute. And uh, Megan, you had looked it up somewhere else, and <laughs> it gave uh, a little bit different of a of a nose. Uh, what what? I don't want to say the website's name, though. I'm sure if you spend two seconds looking, you could find it. But I don't want to get in trouble for slander or anything. Um, but they said it's a uh, paint latex smell. <laughs> Which Just I, what you want on a whiskey, paint and latex. Mm, yum. And they couldn't have been, uh, honestly, uh, maybe their nose is different than mine, but I, I really do smell the caramel and vanilla. I do too. I it's, definitely don't get latex or paint. No. So, <laughs> so I, I, maybe somebody messed up on that one. 
Um, the, but back to the, uh, the actual whiskey and the taste, uh, they've got it listed as rich and earthy on the palate, um, with flavors of candy corn, honey nougat, and sweet cornbread biscuits. I get the honey. I definitely get the honey. I love, love sweet cornbread biscuits, but I don't get, I don't, I don't really you get anything definitely there. Southern. Oh, of course. You ever had cornbread and milk? Ugh. Disgusting. Do you not like cornbread? No, cornbread is so gross. Guys, I think I'm going to have to stop. We're, we're not going to do this podcast anymore. Um, I'm hurt. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. This texture is weird. It's like... Oh, no. Gritty. I don't like oh, it. Oh, no. All right. Well, with that travesty being stated, <laughs> uh, the finish for this whiskey is uh, vanilla with a hint of caramel apple, which I can taste both of those as well, yes. which you would kind of think if, you, if we're both smelling it, it would be yeah. pretty obviously obviously we'd taste it. And um just a couple of awards they've got. Uh it looks like um I'm sorry, not they. This whiskey has gotten it looks like uh in the whiskeys of the world twenty fifteen in the high rye bourbon category, they took home the silver medal. All right. Um in the fifty best twenty fifteen they took home a double gold medal. And the tasting panel gave it 92 points. So I'm guessing that's out of 100, so that's pretty That sounds pretty freaking good. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. And like I said, I've tasted it. I you know, I think it's delicious. Have you tasted it already? I have. Yeah. It is fantastic. Sorry about that. I had to take another taste. Mm, it's, it's that good. It's oh, definitely, it's so good. Definitely looking forward to talking about it at the end of the podcast. All right. So... As I said earlier, I have no idea what Megan's going to teach me about, except that it's got to do with cowboys. So take it away. All teach right. me. I'm All excited. Right. So I'm going to teach you about Palisade, Nevada. So this was the roughest, toughest town west of Chicago in the 1870s. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love it already. So it was founded in 1868 as a station on the Central Pacific whoa on the central pacific railroad i have not had that much to drink I was, I was just about to ask how much have you drank <laughs> um their post office office <laughs> all right God. all right i'm gonna limit you i'm gonna limit you to one finger from now on <laughs> oh i don't know what's wrong with me okay their post office established in 1870 um and the Eureka, uh, Eureka is the county they're in. So the Eureka and Powell. <laughs> Just, I would need to start over. What in the hell? <laughs> oh, I feel like Dan Cummins. What is happening? Oh, uh, Master Mushmouth himself, huh? I'm channeling my inner Dan Cummins right now. All right. Oh. I'm going to get All right. Get let, let's this. take it from the top. <laughs> I'm not editing this out, by the way. Fuck. <laughs> okay. So, Eureka and Palisade Railroad was established in 1874. Um, by the end of the 1870s, the population of this town reached 600. So, it was a nice size little town for the Wild West. Uh, can I interrupt again? I'm sorry. I'm shitty at paying attention. What was the name? <laughs> you, you, you got my attention when you said it was the roughest and toughest. <laughs> and I kind of zoned out on the name. <laughs> and you had me at roughest and toughest. Palisade, Nevada. Palisade, Nevada. Yep. Nevada. 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 All right. We just we just had an off-air debate about Colorado versus Colorado. It is Colorado, nope, and Colorado. anyone from Colorado will tell you the proper way to say it, but we won't get in that that because you're wrong in Southern. The best. Cornbread. <laughs> Gross. All right. All right. So... Um, it got to the point that uh, newspapers across the nation wrote about Palisade and begged law enforcement to clean up this main part of the Central Pacific Rail Line because it was known for being just full of outlaws and just, it was it was bad. It was dark. So. I'm, I might spoil something, but I have a question and feel free to tell me you'll get to it later. You just mentioned like it was almost basically a haven for outlaws. Mm -hmm. Any famous outlaws that we know of? We'll talk about it. Okay. 
All right. So first thing I want to talk about, though, is the first reported incident. This is kind of what made Palisade known um, as being a outlaw-type town. So this happened uh, as the noon train pulled into the station. Um, do we know what day? I do not. Mm. I, I hope it's on a Sunday. <laughs> Just 1870s, you know, everybody's everybody in town is just coming home from church. <laughs> I don't know if they were doing that in the West. I, I don't know. I'm kind of basing it off of uh, Hell on Wheels where everybody went to church. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, all right. So, well, it was noon. And the train pulled into the station. Passengers got out, and they were going to have lunch. Um, there was this man named Frank West. He was leaning on a on a corral fence by the railroad depot. He was smoking a cigarette, just, you know. Looking cool. Looking cool. No like thing. Joe Camel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people of a certain age will get that. <laughs> I'm sad that I get it, but yep. Um, so he's sitting there, and he's smoking the cigarette, and he's, like, super chill. Well, this man starts approaching him. This man is named Alvin Kittleby. And as he approached Frank, you saw Frank noticeably stiffen. He tossed his cigarette to the ground. And as Alvin got up to him, he said, and I quote, this is from a newspaper of this time, there you, there you are, you low-down polecat. I'm going to kill you for what you done to my poor little sister. What he done to the poor little sister? Um, I'm guessing he violated poor little sister, took her innocence. It was a different time. It was. <laughs> um, so Frank said nothing at this. He just smirked, drew his revolver, cocked, aimed, and fired into the chest of the man whose sister he defiled. So this man came up and was like, I'm going to kill you. And he said, boom. Yeah, fuck you. I'm going to kill you first. <laughs> I've never heard a more Western story in my life. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Kittleby, he screamed in agony, he fell to the street, writhing, moaning, um, and he died in front of the railroad patrons over the course of two to three minutes. So, these railroad patrons screamed, they fainted, ran in all directions, uh, many tried to hide, some, like, crawled underneath the train cars, um, and a couple of the citizens of the town ended up approaching Alvin's lifeless body. They picked him up and they carried him to the nearest saloon. Other patrons uh, ended up running up to Frank. They disarmed him and dragged him violently away to jail. And he was kicking and screaming the entire time. So Sounds like this guy just caused a gigantic, I don't want to say a riot, but it was a, a mass spectacle. commotion. Yeah, it was a spectacle, all right. So well, I guess um, there's worse reasons. Yeah. So the the train passengers obviously um, no longer hungry, ended up scampering back to the cars. Um, they avoided the windows, um, stayed low, low down in their seats. Some of them laid on the floor until the engineer signaled for the train to depart. They laid on the floor of the train. Yes. After this man was forcibly dragged away by a mob. Yes. People of 1870 were stupid. We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so for the next three years, Palisade became the definition of a dime Western. So dime Westerns were novels that were sold back East um, for a dime. And they covered, you know, the prostitutes, outlaws and shootouts and all that. Just the life out West. The life out West. Yes. Rugged, rough. Yep. Bank robberies, shootouts between posses and the sheriff, honor duels, um, even Native American raids plagued the town. And and that's Palisade. That's uh, everything I have on it for when the train is in the station. Wait. Hold on. Pause the bus. Are you telling me all that happened while that train was there? Yep. As in Native Americans raided it. Yep. Oh, my Lord. So. <laughs> oh, those poor people. Well, we'll see. Because uh, let's let's talk a, lot, a little bit about the real Palisade, Nevada. So Palisade 
was actually such a safe town, they didn't have a sheriff. Uh, I'm so confused. The entire town was in on a massive hoax, likely to boost tourism. So there are several different accounts on why the town became a ghost stage, uh, a giant stage. My favorite uh, that I read about is a, conduct- a conductor ended up mentioning to a resident that his passengers were disappointed that the Wild West wasn't actually the way it was portrayed in the dime westerns. And so the townspeople got together and decided to give the tourists what they wanted. Okay, I'm, I'm less confused now. Okay, all right. So the, uh, the main train that they used uh, or that they waited for was the Overland Limited. Um, it was the main passenger train that ran through the town um, on the Central Pacific Rail Line. Uh, and they performed all sorts of variations of this hoax as the years got on. Um, and eventually, uh, the local Native American tribe decided they wanted to get on, on the phone as well. So that's the Shoshone tribe. Um, and at one point, they invaded the city. There was a pre-range signal that let them know they were garbed in full war paint, straight out of a John Wayne film. Um, and in front of the train, they proceeded to massacre this entire town's residents. So this production took 10 minutes of acting and several gallons of beef blood from the local slaughterhouse. You, you guys can't see my face, but my mouth is agape right now. Um, I don't, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know what to say. This is one hell of a roller coaster ride you're taking me on right now. I'm not usually one for a loss of words either. All right. Then my, my job is accomplished. Um, so this took place over the course of years, and strangely, uh, no one ever really noticed that the natives only attacked local folks. Not a single passenger or railroad employee was ever injured or assaulted in any attack. I I have a question. Yep. And you... So what you said at first about the guy shooting the other guy, that was staged. That was the very first staged. Um, Yes. So... uh, One was actually a uh, cattle hand um, from a local farm. They both were just residents. uh, Just playing a part. Just friends. In a real life play. Yep. Dude probably didn't even have a sister. Well. Those fucks. (laughs) Oh, those. Oh, I would be so mad. Well, (laughs) um, I mean, we have Palisade to thank a lot for the way we envision the West today. But I'll I'll get to it. All right. I'll get to it. All right. Take me take me on this <laughs> ride. Um so the Taurus, apparently too afraid to their for their own safety, um, never noticed that they never suffered casualties and they were completely ignored in the most dangerous town west of Chicago. In fact, they didn't notice that bodies were quickly carried over to Johnson's saloon. And many of those bodies would miraculously recover after a few minutes and wander back out onto the deck of the saloon to watch the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You can't even hide for the end of the show? They People just were so scared that they didn't even I pay mean, attention. That's almost like a... It's almost like a criminal coming back to the scene of the crime. Like, you want to admire your work a little bit, I guess. Hell, yeah. I mean, they'd... they'd the entire town was in on this. Like, that's that's pretty damn impressive. All right. I'm going to pause and say, if y'all hear any noise in the background, it's the two dogs that are running around like the knuckleheads. They're about to get, one of them's about to get put in the room. All right, back to the As story. <clears throat> All right. So that is really Palisade. Um, that went on for a few years, and eventually, just uh, over the course of time, the showmanship uh, slowed down and eventually died off, um, and Palisade was known for a very long time as being just this wild, horrible, crazy. wild, crazy yeah. town, when really it was 
probably safer than where uh, they were coming from from the east. That these people were just gigantic practical jokers. Yeah, they were just actors. I would. It was a giant punked. Ashley Kutcher was going to jump out. Yeah, I would love to have been a part of it, but if I had found out and been on the other side, I think I would have been a little betrayed. I would have felt a little betrayed. I mean, they'd... A little angry, maybe. They wanted the West to be like how they read about it. Uh, don't we all? I mean, I guess, technically, we look at John Wayne and everything. Young um, guns. I mean, the West of us. I just, I'm sorry, I just watched that on TV a couple days ago. I figured you would uh, either like the story or fucking hate it, so <laughs> there's going to be one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> no in between, huh? Nope. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's it's entertaining. It's You caught me. You caught me out of left field with it, for sure. Good, good. That was my goal. Um, so when I originally read about Palisade, um, I was looking up, like, strange facts about the USA that you, like, didn't learn in history class. Um, and I ended up falling into a rabbit hole about the Wild West. Um, and the Wild West, I mean, I, I'm from Colorado, so the Wild West was always, like, a don't you smirk. You guys <laughs> I, can't see I, him, but he's, I, like, just. I stopped myself from going, Rado. <laughs> oh go ahead go ahead i'm from colorado uh so the west was it is a big part of my life um i remember you know going into ghost towns up in the rockies hearing about all the gold rushes and um hey we had gold rushes too we'll get to it okay <laughs> that's why this city's here we'll get to it okay <laughs> um so one of uh, my favorite things I did as a kid with my mom is we would watch we would watch uh, John Wayne movies and like to this day uh, Cowboys is still one of my favorite movies. It's awesome. Really? Yeah. I don't peg you as a Western fan, but that's yep. that's interesting. Yep. John Wayne kissed my aunt's cheek and she said she'd never wash it again. Did she? Yeah, she did. I'm disappointed. <laughs> if John Wayne kissed my cheek, I would never wash it again. And I'd shave it. Oh. Just I'd have shave one it and patch? Show it. No, I'd, I'd have to shave the whole beard. Or at least a goatee. That would look dumb. I can't picture you with a goatee. I can't even picture you without any facial hair, so. I can't either. It's been that long. Um, but I've got pictures of me with a goatee. I've got a picture of me with a mustache, which is... <laughs> Not that good. I look like a fat Italian guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I do. My co-host. I'm not Italian. <laughs> I'll just say that. You're Puerto Rican. <laughs> yep. Puerto Rican, actually. Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, my grandfather's in Puerto Rico. That's it. Uh, all right. So I fell into this huge rabbit hole and decided to deep dive into the Wild West. Because Palisade, the way all these articles talked about it, it made me think, like, well, was the West what I think of it at all? Yeah, was exactly. Was the whole West made up? And kind of, sort of, yeah. Well, so that's disappointing. <laughs> I want to talk about a couple of common misconceptions and myths about the Wild West and then the realities of them. Um, so the first one we're going to have to discuss is Native Americans were violent savages. They were constantly attacking the pioneers. You know, they were a huge, quote, Obstacle. issue. Yeah, yeah, unquote. But that's not the case. So the United States Cavalry and the Native Americans fought quite violently for a while. Um, but very few American settlers ever clashed with Natives. In fact, over the hundreds of thousands of pioneers that traveled west, only a few hundred died to natives. All right. So my question on that is, because we're speaking in the 1870s. 1800s, yeah. Well, my question's more about the 1860s, especially the late 1860s. Okay. When... Because one of my favorite shows, I mentioned it earlier, is Hell on Wheels. It was an AMC show. It's about the building of the Transcontinental Railroad. Mm -hmm. And the town that followed 
was called Hell on Wheels. It's like just after the Civil War takes place. And that part of a big part of it is battling Indians. And so I'm just curious because you mentioned settlers. That's kind of a different group than the folks building the Transcontinental Railroad. This what it, what I'm talking about is during the largest migration that ever took place really? in the United States. Wow! So, That's, is that the migration for the um, what are those people that got stuck up in the mountains? Oh, um, and died the, and like ate each other. I want to say Dahmer party, but I don't think it's Dahmer. Yeah, the Dahmer party. Yeah, it is yeah, Dahmer. The Dahmer. Okay. Party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know if they were that okay exact. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look that up real quick okay but yeah see so, when the Dahmer party was um all we know is that hundreds of thousands of americans um went west and I, only a few hundred died i am so dumb i said Dahmer party like jeffrey Dahmer. it's donner <laughs> see <laughs> this is why i can't trust anything i say oh lord <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's the Dahmer party. I knew it was named after Jeffrey Dahmer or, or similar to his name. Um, they spent, uh, the Donner party actually spent the winter of 1846 and 47. So it sounds like this yeah, was, that they was were probably, before that time. Probably, yeah. But uh, that's a Donner party. Donner. Not, not Dahmer. No. That's our bad. <clears throat> I just, oh my God, I just... Mm. <laughs> I just had a realization that's completely out of left field. You ever seen the movie The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville? Yes. <laughs> I just realized he said his name was Jeffy Dahmer. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I knew it was a play on the serial killer Dahmer, but I just put two and two together that it's literally, it's Jeffy Dahmer. He took the R out of Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Oh my God, guys! I'm uh, I'm behind the curve right just now. Just all sorts mm. of revelations tonight. Oh Jesus! <laughs> all right. Um, so that that's my first uh, myth or misconception. Okay, so the Indians weren't actually that bad. Nope. They were. Nope, and I believe Native American is the correct uh, term. But all right, guys, enough. <laughs> We're gonna have Knock to cut it that off. shit. Lie down. I'm not cutting anything. The dogs just almost knocked the table over. With all the whiskey. Yeah. That sad face. Nothing spilled, though. No, we're good. We're good. But now they're laying down and they're in trouble. Yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, so, sorry. Um, I said the wrong word. Native American. Thank you. I appreciate you correcting yourself. Yes. Of course I haven't. <laughs> Fucking Southerners. All right. So um, another myth is that outlaws uh, run rampant and they ruled the Wild West. I mean, you think of Jesse James, the Dalton game, um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, um, Billy, Billy the, the kid. kid. Yeah. You think of all these names when you think of um, the West. And I do have good-ish news for you. Um, all the jobs that you heard about them doing... Those were real. So but, the legends of the West are real. Yes. As far as the... But they became famous for a reason. So they were famous because no one else in the world was crazy enough to try to pull these heists. So they were a very, very small um, group of people who were these gunslingers. But if you really think about it, though... Is that any different than the people that, um, you know, like Bonnie and Clyde, the gangsters of the 30s? Yeah, that's it's exactly it's, the same. Yeah, it's the crazy people that were willing to try it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And that's why they got famous. Interesting. Um, so, actually, in uh, in a 40-year time, time span in the Wild West, there's only proof of eight bank heists. Eight in 40 years. In comparison today, where I believe it was in 2016, we had over a thousand and a hundred in a year. So, in the country? Yep. Okay, I was thinking locally. No, in the country. <laughs> I, was, I was like, uh, uh, damn, this is a bad city to be banking in. But <laughs> all right, it's a bad era to be banking in. 
I'll agree with that. <laughs> um, so when you think of the Wild West and you think of those names, you're really thinking and thanking Palisade because they they embodied that dime western. They gave all the tourists what they wanted um, and they made it famous. How many people... Oh, oh man, how crazy it is that that probably influenced... So, so you're we're talking 1870s, so that's... Oh, we're 2020s. You figure... Three generations in my family goes back to 19, roughly 1900s. So you figure another two, so five generations back. So you're talking your dad's or your parents' grandparents' grandparent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you got, oh, my great-grandpappy told me this. Stories oh, yeah. that got passed down that have influenced people, you know, probably people older than us, you know, in... If you listen to last time, the baby boomer generation. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, that went on to make movies. And because and, if you really think about it, the Western is not a popular movie type anymore, really. Not like it used it's, to be. I feel like it's because of we don't have enough land. Like everything's so built up, it's hard to find places to film Westerns. I agree, but there are remote places. There are remote places out West. There's, there's some. Not that I've ever been, but. I have. I lived there. There's some, but there's not. It's not like it was. Well, in I, the sixties, seventies. Yeah, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that 50s. one bit. But it's it's interesting to think that how that that town could have influenced. You know, somebody's grandfather, great grandfather, told them a story, and they grew up to be a movie filmmaker and portrayed it based off of what you know, granddad what, what granddad saw. Yep. And granddad was a tourist on this train at this fucking. Mm. <laughs> oh, it it pisses me off if I was a tourist. <laughs> oh, it pissed me off if I was one of those people. But I'd be I would be so into it if I was on <laughs> one of the town people. <laughs> All right, so hang on to your britches. You're gonna get more pissed off. Oh no. So another misconception is that cowboys are an American creation, and this is gonna piss a lot of people off. Gauchos. They're Spanish, right? Vaqueros. Vaqueros. Vaqueros, yes. Um, but you can't go to any type of country concert or NASCAR race and not see, you know, people in cowboy hats. And I mean, everyone thinks of cowboys are American. They're the epitome of American when they're not. So who are the Caros? So the Vaqueros. Vaqueros, uh, I'm yes. sorry. Yes, yeah, so they... Uh, that ain't that um that's a brand or something. It might oh, be. It's gasoline. Vaquero gas stations, right? Yes, I think you're right. Um so these uh Vaquero uh cowboys preceded Plymouth Rock by at least twenty years. Um they were Mexican cattlemen. Uh so and everything you imagine when you think of a cowboy is a uh, vaquero so they did the cattle drives the rodeos they wore the chaps uh and the lingo we think of as cowboy lingo came from them as well so bronco lariat stampede that was all vaqueros and we have these mexican cattlemen to thank for what we think of as cowboys um, because they taught american settlers everything they knew and like Americans are great to do, we just took someone else's culture and it's like, okay, that's ours now. So, so do you have date uh, like an era for that? I'm just curious as to how that lines up with the Texas being incorporated as a state because that that was a you know the Mexican American War that was a big dispute. I'm curious if that I'm sure that played a role in that. So, uh, preceded Plymouth Rock by 20 plus years. So it was oh. long before, oh. before Christopher Columbus decided he founded this country. I missed that. Yep. Plymouth Rock. Yep. That was, when was Plymouth Rock? 16 something? No. Pl before Columbus. Plymouth Rock? I thought Plymouth Rock was like 
right before Jamestown and Roanoke. I thought Plymouth Rock was like where Columbus touched down. I don't know. American U.S. history classes are so biased, I've forgotten everything because Christopher Columbus is a piece of shit. Uh, I just didn't pay attention. Well, that works too. I I didn't like history when I was in high school at all. I'm, I'm a numbers person to begin with, so... Well, that's why we're doing this podcast now. We're going to learn all sorts of new stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I, I've gotten a lot more into history in the last, I don't know, five, ten years than I ever did in high school. Um, Plymouth, Plymouth Rock is the traditional site of the disembarkment of William Bradford and the Mayflower Pilgrims. Oh, the Mayflower. Who founded Duh. Plymouth Colony in December of 1620. So I think Columbus was a little bit earlier. I forgot the way the nursery rhyme uh, thing it's goes. It's 1492. There you go. Yeah. Uh, something, something, ocean blue, 1492. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, something like that. But. All right, teach me more. Give me right. s- what you said I'm going to be. Oh, no, you, I was going to be pissed off at the Cowboys, but I already. Yeah, yeah I already, you already knew that. Going to that one. Okay, so that one, that one isn't. Spanish culture. Yeah. Um. So when you think of cowboys, you also think of cowboy hats. Yes. Um, I have bad news. Cowboys didn't wear cowboy hats. They weren't weren't really invented. They wore trucker hats. <laughs> no, not quite. Damn. <laughs> um, so the Stetson hat, and the Stetson is a cowboy hat. When you think of cowboy hat, you think of Stetson. There was a Stetson, Stetsons in the 1800s, but... They more resembled what you think of as a modern Amish hat. So they were like rounded on the top and they had that flat Big, brim. Big, wide circle yeah. brim, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if if you really think about it, I'm not surprised because in, in at that time you, you bought something, especially if you're going to be out west, you bought something for its pr- practicality. Yeah. You know, not for style. Exactly. So. Yep. Bigger brim, less sun on you. Exactly. Um, so these original Stetsons were just a modified sombrero. Think, again, the vaqueros. Um, the most common hat of the era for cowboys. Please tell me it was the bowler. It was bowler hat. Yes. <laughs> I hate those hats. They're so funny looking. <laughs> um, bowler hats were the most common because they were the most versatile. Um, so you could use them in social settings as well as out on the farm. Practicality. So exactly. I see. I want. Um, I don't remember what kind of hat it's called, but it's like the crocodile Dundee hat. I want to find one of those. It's not a cowboy hat per se. I don't. Well, I'm gonna have to Google what that yeah. type of hat is. But no, that is a badass hat. I think it was like an a a a kura or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> Go on, I'm going to look that up. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is a myth that you apparently already know because we kind of you kind of mentioned it. Um, but a myth that I grew up with was that California was the site of the first gold rush. And nope. No. No, 50 years before the California gold nuggets caused the largest US mass migration. A kid, a 12-year-old kid, found a 17-pound chunk of gold in Cabarrus County, North Carolina. I used to field trip here when I was a (laughs) wee lad. I went to elementary school right down the road, and I still live within 30 minutes. (laughs) I'll just be a little vague there of this. I know all this history. Yep, so... I, growing up out west, never really even heard of North Carolina <laughs> until I moved here. So I I can maybe add a little bit on here. Hey, um, all right. So we've never really said where we're at. A Cobra. That's what it's <laughs> called. A Cobra. I just saw it. My co-host with ADHD, everyone. No, it's it's ADD. Thank no, you. I'm sorry. Um, no. Um, I want an A Cobra, guys. Uh, anyway, so we never really said where we're at. We're, we're I'll just go ahead and say it. we're in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> I think they probably could have yeah, guessed that you know. by now. Um, so why is Charlotte where it's located? If you think about most cities, they're on a port or along a waterway because that was when, you know, in 
up until the 1900, the best way of travel for long distance was water. Yeah. There's no river. There's the Catawba River, but it's, you know, 15, 16 miles west of Charlotte. Why is Charlotte where it is? Uh, Because this 12-year-old kid found gold here. Because there was gold here. Yep. And um, um, do you have the kid's name? I don't remember his name, but I know the last name was Reed. I didn't write it down because yeah, I didn't think it was yeah, important. It's, it's, yeah, it's Reed, <laughs> Reed's gold, Reed gold mine out in, um, it's out near Locust. Locust, North Carolina, everybody. Locust. The town, I'm, oh man, I'm from a little town outside of Locust. <laughs> That's where I was born and raised. And Locust is a little town. Oh my God, it's so small. <laughs> when I grew up there, they've got a Walmart now. Oh. They're big pimping. But um, when I grew up there, there was a food line and I think there was a place called Boomers, which was not a fast food joint. It was just like a little cafe. And I think we got a Dollar Tree or a Dollar General and a Hardee's and it was the talk of the town. We had one stoplight. So you were a speed trap town. Not even. No. <laughs> mm, no, not even. And that was Locust. I'm from a little town outside of Locust. Oh, you're talking about Locust. That's Locust. My town that I'm from had a caution light, a <laughs> restaurant, and a gas station, and a mill, and a post office. That was it. Oh, fuck. Uh, and a hardware store. There, There's a hardware store that's still in business somehow. I mean, you have to have a hardware store in the middle of nowhere. Oh, of you have course. to build your own shit. Of course. So that... We had a caution light, literally. Yep. You could drive through Stanfield and not even realize it. Stanfield. Stanfield, North Carolina is where I'm from. All right. I am from a big city in Colorado. Um, I'm from right outside of Denver, from Aurora, which a lot of you will recognize the name of, and I don't want to talk about it. <clears throat> so that's uh, so we're in Charlotte. We might have uh, some local sponsors on here from time to time that would be fantastic that would be awesome um talking to a couple of since we do alcohols talking to a couple there's a ton of breweries i'm sure there's a ton of breweries everywhere now but it seems like the culture in charlotte is banking and drinking so (laughs) hey it's not much has changed in the past 200 years (laughs) exactly um so there's about I don't know, 55,000 breweries in Charlotte. And so maybe we can get, uh, I know we try to do Is that an accurate number? Yeah. Holy shit. No, I I have not. I said 55,000. Yeah, you did. Okay. (laughs) Did you think I said 55? I did. (laughs) Okay. I I couldn't tell you how many there are, but it it feels like there's probably about 40 or 50 that have sprang up. Uh, I know some have closed recently, but um, yeah, so we're, we're, I know it's called Whiskey and Wonder and whatnot, but obviously, uh, you know, we have to go to the ABC store and buy the whiskey, and there's only a set number of whiskeys before we start repeating, and we can't have anything delivered here because it's North Carolina. Yeah, so... Uh, and Bible Belt, so... Hey, uh, uh, Flaviar, if you're listening, if you can find a way to get around that and uh, make us a member of your subscription, that would be... Fucking awesome. Yeah, if y'all can extend that to North Carolina, get your lobbyist yeah. on that. Get yeah. these laws changed. Please. I hate lobbying, but in this case, do it. <laughs> Please. Um, but so, because uh, because there might be a limited stock of whiskey, uh, whiskey, whiskey. <laughs> whiskey uh, that we can choose from, we're going to branch out and just do liquor, and occasionally we're going to do some craft beer, especially if, um, you know, somewhere wants to sponsor us and mm-hmm. say, hey, review one or two of our beers. Hell yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. But we will mainly be whiskey and wonder. Absolutely. That's alliteration and it works. Perfect. <laughs> I'm glad you knew that big word because I didn't. Yep. And mm. I wanted a Kubra hat. <laughs> Take notes, guys. Send us one of those hats. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, a little bit more um, Charlotte knowledge i guess is um do you know why they call it uptown uh because they wanted to be special and well okay because everywhere else in the world calls it downtown not true there are a couple other ones that call it uptown okay um most other places most of the places call it downtown it's because it's on top of a hill 
you are literally going up to town. Doesn't really matter which way you're coming from. Uptown. All right, I get it. Ha Very clever, yeah. Charlotte. You want to know uh, another ironic thing? I'm sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I've, I'm one of the few people in Charlotte that have lived in the area my whole life. So I got a lot of random Charlotte facts. Um, part of the reason we don't have a subway system is because there's a bunch of old mining shafts underneath Uptown. That I knew from my research. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to let you get back to it then. Okay. Enough of my... Um, so the, the final thing I'll say about North Carolina and the Wild West um, is that North Carolina was the champion of America's gold for 30 years. Um, so quite a bit before uh, California and all that. Nobody can over. see it, but I'm flexing over here. Yeah, it's very embarrassing. <laughs> I'm proud of it. I'm from North Carolina too, though. And the dogs are fighting over... It's not fighting, it's playing. Well, there's a lot of growling, and it's a paint palette that squeaks. <laughs> it's a toy paint palette, not a real one. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have clarified. <laughs> Just giving her dog a paint palette to chew on, you know, whatever. Of course. Oh, okay. Um, so the final myth I'm going to talk about is one you might already know because you're a gun guy. Okay. Um, but if you don't, then I want to be super excited that I educated you. All right. Let's hear it. Um, so the myth... When, again, you think of Wild West, you think of cowboys, you think of the revolver on their hip, the six-shooter six revolver. Six-shooter, yep. Yep. Uh, almost no one had revolvers. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes! I, I, when you said, when you started talking about revolvers, I was like, I bet people probably had more long guns than revolvers. But, guys, the dogs are... Oh my God! They're they're literally almost knocked the table over twice. Megan is in the process of stealing the toy. I'm gonna narrate it. Who's winning? Oh, I think Megan won. Oh, yep, the toy's gone. You can hear it crinkling. <laughs> oh, and the dogs are like, "What? What just happened?" Okay. This is only episode three of the podcast. I'm sorry, we're shit. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's just um. Quirky. Yeah, quirky. Gives it a little bit of personality. All right, I'll the take it. The dogs are uh, Bohannon and Navy. They're they're making their guest appearance with their butt into the table. Yep. Now there are mascots. Yep. Something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I was thinking you might uh, when you mentioned revolvers. I was gonna say I bet more people probably had long guns than revolvers. Yep. Which is again practical and a little surprising because it's. I feel like it's probably more material. So I'll talk a little bit about it. Though. All right. Talk to me. Teach me. Um, so first things first, uh, gun laws in the 1800s were arguably stricter than they are today. So a lot of towns would not let you open carry in them at all. All right. My question on that, being a gun guy, is... What were the jurisdictions? Were they, or are we talking because in the eighteen late eighteen hundreds there were a lot of places out west that weren't states. So was it just by town by town? I think it was town by yeah, town. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yep. too. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um. And the revolvers of that era weren't really that dangerous, and they weren't practical. Um, so they didn't use regular bullets. If you think of bullets today, they use something called a cap and ball system, which is basically where the revolver would shoot a marble with black powder and it shot it for barely 50 feet. And it was, it was dinky. I don't want to say the guns from Pirates of the Caribbean, but similar ammo. Yeah. Similar yeah. to a, it's not a musket. It's like a hand, hand musket. Like a. A husket. Husket. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yep. Hand husket. Yeah. Um, so when you think of, like, in your head, you think of the six-shooter revolver, the gun you're picturing is the Adams. That was the type of gun it is. Um, so that is the weapon you think of when you think of out wild, out wild West, the revolvers they used. Only thing was, the Adams would burn the fuck out of your hand when you shot it. Any particular reason why? 
did it just heat up the metal or did it have i am guessing because it was just black powder and a marble and so it just got really fucking hot when that fire started inside it interesting so if you were going to shoot someone with an adams revolver you, you had to really, really hated them you had to really make sure you wanted to shoot that fucking person <laughs> that's yeah i can i can see that uh changing my mind i just had my hands burnt by a barbecue pork shoulder i just smoked today i wouldn't want it i wouldn't want a gun to burn my hands no it no. sounds like it would suck yeah a little painful uh, so you were right. Um, most of the guns you saw when people were carrying guns was shotguns and rifles. They were more practical. Um, it was a lot easier to take down a mountain lion with a rifle than it would be with a little revolver. Um, so that's what everyone carried. Makes sense. I mean, same principle. I don't want to say the same principle applies today because we don't have the same dangers, but a longer shot. You're not going to get terribly, terribly much further than 20, maybe 20 yards yeah. with a pistol. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so those are the most common myths I found that I thought were the most interesting. Obviously, we could spend hours talking about the Wild West and oh, the reality of it. It would be so great. <laughs> um, historians have devoted their entire careers years and years on the subject so it's more than i can do in a hour and a half long podcast but um that's some of the nitty gritties of the uh the true uh wild west so that's awesome that was that was really informative i really like i said the town thing i don't know how to take that <laughs> there's a part of me it's like you said i was either gonna love it or i hate it and, mm-hmm. and I'm divided down the middle. Like, part of me <laughs> loves it. That that would be so much fun to do. But the other part of me is like, I hate it because I, I would hate it if I was, you know. On, uh, if you were tricked by an entire yeah, town? Yeah, it's like, you, this was just a horse and pony show? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I wanted the real deal. Like, even if the real deal is boring. Like, yeah, I'm going to say it's boring, but at least I experienced the real thing. Well. I wonder how dude ranches are. I wonder if they're like a dog and pony show. That's a great, that's, that's a brilliant business model, by the way. Yeah, it is. You have people pay you to come work your land. Mm-hmm. I need to get a ranch. <laughs> Out in Montana. I do. We will both move there and it Never will see anybody ever again. Nope. <laughs> we'll figure out a way to upload the podcast and that will be our life. All I need is internet. Yep. <laughs> Um, so my sources for today, and I had a lot of sources, so I'm going to list the main ones I used. Um, I used the Great Basin College website, which is a college apparently out in Nevada. Shocking. I used the Eureka. Eureka. I have a question. Yeah. Why is that shocking? Because. Great Basin. Palisade is in Nevada, and this is a college in Nevada. What does a Great Basin have to do? Is Nevada a basin? Well, no, but right outside of Palisade, there is some sort of basin or something that they got their name off of. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought thought that was something I had just never heard of is like Nevada, the Great Basin State or something. I was like... (laughs) I don't think so. Oh, I think Nevada is the gambling state. I thought that was Jersey. You really are from out east, aren't you? I know you can gamble in Nevada. You can also, uh, I think prostitution is legal there, right? It is. Yeah. Sex work is real work. It's the oldest. uh, Profession? Yeah, that word. Job didn't sound right. (laughs) Um, I could have also talked about um, prostitution in the wild west too that was another one of the myths that popped up a lot um did did you not say that uh at the beginning these people experienced before the train left didn't they experience prostitutes they're just seeing them yeah like it was the reason why i texted him a while ago i don't know might have been yesterday might have been five days ago it all blends everything (laughs) blends together i asked him if he had seen the show westworld which is a fantastic show on HBO. Um, 
and it's a combination of a futuristic sci-fi show with some very heavy wild west tones to it i realize as you said that i wasn't completely honest i have seen one episode of westworld okay in the middle very weird place to start yeah okay i i I caught i caught a friend watching it all right so i would recommend going and starting it from the beginning because it is a great show and you like the wild west and it's that's true it's pretty awesome but the the wild west they portray they're basically portraying palisade and it is all acting and stuff because they're robots so yeah that i think i saw more of the sci-fi aspect of it and couldn't get in because i i thought it was more of more supposed to be a western and i was like oh yeah okay i'll sit down and watch this for a little bit and it was more of a sci-fi part so no definitely the first season is western yeah um the first season is the heaviest in the western um and there is still the western in later seasons but I would say the majority of the first season, it focuses on okay. the Wild I'll have West to give it a shot. It. That's very good. Let me know what you think. I'll have to make time. I Honestly, I've tried. Uh, I'm trying to use my time a little more productively and watch less television. And I'll give you a great example. Um, I am a huge Atlanta Braves fan. Obviously, we've talked about the Braves and the Rockies, which we haven't done yet today. I'm not yet. Um, <laughs> And the dogs, guys. All right, let's... Uh... I'm going to let Megan chit-chat while I bring them in. <laughs> Enough. I don't know if someone just knocked at the door or if uh, Tyler's roommate just got home and or left. Um, yeah. But what Tyler was saying is he's a huge Braves fan. He's a huge baseball fan. Um, and typically it was to the point where he would always catch the games. Um and lately, he's been trying to have, or he's coming back. So I'll let him finish the story because I'm butchering it. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying. Sorry, the dog. I think I think somebody was at the door or something. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to watch TV. I'm trying to. to I've I've devoted TV. my yeah to not watch TV just to put my time more productively, whether that's researching for this or editing. Or, um, I, I honestly, I've set myself a goal next year. I want to read 26 books this year. There's 18 weeks left. I want to read nine books throughout the rest of this year. And I've almost, I'm, I've got, I'm on one and a half now. So, and I'm counting audio books. I feel like such a nerd. I don't want to know how I'm, I have a, I have, <laughs> I have quantifiers though. Mine have to be nonfiction. Oh, Gross. Oh, I, I'm I love fiction books, but I can go to I can watch TV to go to a different world. Ah, uh, reading so much different. But, mm. but but okay, nonfiction. There is a few nonfiction books I've enjoyed, but uh, I mine, read for the stories. Oh, I I read for information and practicality. I guess I'm I'm all about that practicality. <laughs> if you guys haven't caught that theme yet today, um, <sighs> so. I honestly, I, I will give it a shot if I have some free time, but, um, like I said, I'm, I'm a huge Braves fan and it just dawned on me today. Um, the last two seasons I've watched at least 150 of 162 games. I love the Braves. They've got me through some tough times. Um, and I realized today I haven't watched the Braves since last Sunday. Um, I've kept up with it, kept up with the score and everything. I couldn't tell you. No, I know we normally like to talk a little baseball. Only thing I can tell you is that the Braves uh, signed a new pitcher, or they traded traded for a pitcher yesterday. I couldn't even tell you his name, and he started today. That's um, that's all I can really tell you. Good. I don't want to talk about the Rockies because we've mm. lost back in a lot. So mm. <clears throat> not been a good week then. No, it's been a bad week. I think the Braves the Braves have been hit or miss. I they didn't play Thursday and I think they lost Friday, Saturday to the Phillies. Which the Phillies have come out of nowhere. They were last in the division and now they're second. But they're still like four games behind the Braves, so they're actually playing right now or tonight. I didn't watch it again. <laughs> Too busy doing the podcast and doing all sorts of adult Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. I'm I'm like I said, I'm trying to I love the Braves and I follow them and I always pull for them, but 
wasting three hours of my night. I and I'm not the type of person where I can sit in front of the TV and focus. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I gotta I gotta devote my attention. I can't multitask. I get that. Uh, let me finish my sources. Oh yeah, I'm I, sorry. I, totally, I don't know how we got off. I on don't that. know yeah. either. But okay, going back to sources. Um, Great Basin College website, Nevada. Um, the Eureka Sentinel, which is the county that Palisade is a part of, Express to Nowhere, Ranker, Cracked, and Grunge.com. So. Sounds like a good group of sources. Yeah. And there's more too, but those were my, my main uh, sources. So, um, I've got one more before we go. <laughs> not that everybody's not already tired of these, but I got one more little Charlotte nugget. <laughs> Um, do you know why at UNC Charlotte, my alma mater's mascot is the 49er? Because 49er and mining. Yeah. The same reason why in California, the San Francisco 49ers are the 49ers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um. I reckon we'll talk about the whiskey now. I have yeah. drained my glass. My glass is gone. That should tell you what I think about it. It is fantastic. I've been trying to save mine so we could toast at the end, but... uh, I can still clink the glass. <laughs> uh, actually, I can pour a little more. Hold on. That's what I figured was going to happen. Oh, did you hear Ooh. that pop? Ooh, Ooh, did you hear the pop? I love it. So let me tell you about this bottle. <laughs> I think Megan took a picture and is going to put it up on uh, I'll put it Instagram. on her Instagram, yes. Did you get the top? No, you know? but I will make sure I take another one to get the top. Oh, you don't have to. I'll just talk about it. <laughs> it's got a cork on the top, and just listen. Oh, oh. man, that noise just sounds so good. Followed by mm, vanilla and caramel. All right, sorry. So I'm just going to give me a little splash just so we can toast. All right. I already had a finger and a half. <laughs> I'm not feeling it, though. Not no? at all, because I I was so full. You like, ate a lot. Yeah. I I smoked my first ever uh, pork butt today. In a homemade smoker. Yeah, my ugly drum smoker for anybody that uh, smokes meat. I built it myself, which for me is, I'm not the handiest person. But You say that, and yet you're like the handiest person I know, which might be either saying something about me, um, or I don't know. I think it says more about the fact that I am cheap than... I am a handy person because I there's nothing I can't learn to do. I might screw it up three or four times, but I'm gonna learn how to do it. So, but uh, yeah, overall I thought it was great. I got I definitely could taste the uh, earthy tones. I never really got the cornbread or the uh, candy corn, which I was when I read that I was really excited, really really excited. Do you to, like uh, candy corn? I love candy. You're corn. one of the weird people. Remember right. we established that uh, out of the four people. We know two of the four people on the whole planet that like candy corn. Yep. Yep, I do remember that. that. last year at Halloween. Yep, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I love candy corn. It's great. It's basically pure sugar. Gross. Oh, it's but terrible. I didn't get any of the candy corn in the whiskey either. Thank goodness, because that's gross. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious on your opinion on this. How do you feel about this whiskey? Because I don't think you got either of the flavors that you didn't like but you don't like cornbread i don't like cornbread and you i don't, don't like, like candy, corn. candy corn but i love the vanilla and caramel i love the kind of lingering caramel apple afterwards um it's a really nice burn um so it's not like a choking burn like a lot of the whiskeys i've drank before are it's very smooth yeah it's very smooth it's nice and warming uh, it's not spiky on the tongue or anything it's it's definitely a whiskey that i could probably get in a lot of trouble with well, it's, like I said, I drained my glass. Normally, I th this is what, episode three? Yep. Normally, I've had a decent, I'm not going to say a decent amount, but, you know, at least two swallows left in my glass. Um, by the time we wrapped things up, it was gone. <laughs> gone. But, um, by the way. Um, I found some more Japanese whiskeys. I'll tell you about it off air. All not right. To spoil something. All right. That's exciting. But that might be a hint for the future. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, um, 
So yeah, I think we both think it's a pretty damn good whiskey. It I is. Would, highly I highly recommended. Mm, for yeah. sure. And if you've got $75 to piss away, go check out their campfire, which is rated higher. Uh, I know we mentioned earlier some of the awards there. This one got a 92. I think uh, campfire got, if I remember right, it was on the it was on the bottle at the thing. It was like a 95 or 96. Wow. So it was even better so that's good all right so again that's a high west whiskey uh we're drinking the american prairie bourbon but uh i want to try the campfire yep so. and everybody one last thing everybody go check out that american prairie.org thing yes. that sounds really cool um we need a little more nature in this country in my opinion all right and uh, i 100 percent agree so check that out donate to that if you feel like it's a worthy cause and have the yep. means to uh like us, rate us five stars, um, email us at whiskeyandwonder at gmail.com and send us your ideas on future topics or whiskeys or tell us how much you hate us, you know, whatever. Yeah. And whatever floats your boat. What's the Instagram whiskey podcast? Whiskey podcast. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram and um, we'll have uh, links to, what was it? Our Patreon um, and PayPal and everything will be down in the description if you want to help us out a little bit. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that about wraps this one up. All right. Fantastic. Cheers. Cheers. Don't drink and drive. I'm num 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 num.